Just got any story suggestions? type thing like you know those ones that are like 40 seconds long like clueless somebody went into Hobby Lobby and went to the stamp section and arranged the stamp so that the message read all women deserve birth control they want it yeah I just think that the bigger discussion is moving healthcare out of out of business. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think uh, I actually saw um I, I saw a headline about that somewhere and uh, I think uh you're not so you're not the only person that's throwing that idea out there like an editorial was saying that um you know it's it's a uh patriarchal kind of outdated model. It really is and you know I mean, health is, is really up to the individual. And, you know, I, I still think there's, you know, wellness perks that um, companies can offer, like healthy lunches and gyms and, you know, yoga and meditation classes. And sure, all that's great. But I think, you know, just the the amount of, of stress that it, it puts on, you know, companies and they're usually shitty programs and shitty plans and, you know, like a lot of times it's not really worth it. You know, it might be better to have a system where we are served better as, as, as individuals and families and, you know, just take healthcare like more seriously in this country. It's just, it's, it's important. You know, if, if you don't have your health, then you can't, live a full life and achieve, you know, your dreams and what you, your destiny and, you know, contribute to this crazy place that we're on called earth, you know? I just think a, a lot of other countries have it figured out, you know, they're, they're taking care of their people. And, um, I just hope that Americans like wake the fuck up and realize like, what is our government really doing? Are they really looking out for us? No. Now, I wonder what that political report chick would say. <laughs> let's, uh, let's check YouTube and we can find out. That's my 4th of July Americana message. Yeah, we, we um... People. Uh, yeah, well, that's that's a good message. Um, so uh, the the uh, political port. Had the what? I'm sorry. Did different... you stumble on that word, or notice it just sound awkward? What? <laughs> the political purport. <laughs> I I called her. I think what she calls her uh, herself. Um, <laughs> the. Uh, yeah, like, see, I'll start a command F for port in my, uh, see, um, I don't know. I can't find her. I have to look at my, I should have looked at my history right She's away. gone no, underground. She's got a lot to say. So what is this? So, here I am driving around to the forest. People out right Using now. up all my American and gas. And, you know, I'm watching these people load their car up with barbecue supplies and all this shit. What are you implying? The audacity of ah! you. The audacity of you. The 4th of July. When we've got ah, all these homeless people everywhere. And yet our government so is showing in. By the thousands just Why celebrate in when there's homeless people? They now have diseases that can kill our people. Stop making such a big deal out of it. The audacity of us as Americans to celebrate the 4th of July. 
She's a conservative commentator. Yeah. She throws in a lot of a lot of bombs, you know, just targeting group after group after group and it's just this twisting, conniving, you know, vomit. <laughs> that, that's it. I like that way of describing her. Um she um yeah, like uh We've played her on the podcast before, but I, it's hard to describe what the fuck like she's uh, uh, going on about. Uh, um, but I think the the one the one I think her shining moment was her video called "Mass Holes." Yeah, about the Boston shooters. Yeah, I she I mean actually it's probably that one's probably like an evergreen. I I would think that one's worth getting if we if we go to her. Her page right here. Um, we can probably do that search that they kind of hide in YouTube. Uh, the top there, search channel. There we go. Why didn't uh, they hide it? I, I don't mean hide. It's just uh, because YouTube has a main search at the top oh. with a box. They um, currently, and these are things are always changing, at least in one version, the version she has of the, uh, um, uh, like, uh, video creator page yeah. you know when you when you go to someone's like youtube homepage, uh well they have home videos playlists channels discussion about and then there's a search you know like a magnifying glass and you have to click on that to open up the search box to search inside the channel otherwise you go to the top and you search all of youtube because mm. the typical user in their testing is probably trying to search all of youtube when they hit a search box and they probably that's why they probably have to put that you know an emphasis hmm. hello thank you for watching the political court <clears throat> the fuck boston what the fuck watertown <laughs> having your fourth amendment rights stripped away from you well. and then chanting USA USA you are you fucking kidding me do you realize what fucking pussies you look like right now? You're fucking on lockdown like you're prisoners. And you're chanting, USA, US. Don't fucking chant USA, because the United States are not united with you in your thinking, okay? The rest of us out here watching you right now are fucking embarrassed by you. We are embarrassed that you let your civil liberties Go by the wayside to catch a bomber. We gotta get a bomber. He bombed the marathon. Are you kidding me? Get the bomber. He's a 19 year old kid. He's gonna kill all of us. Get the bomber. Get him. USA. 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 Are you kidding me? Oh, she is so annoying. Are you, our founding fathers would have shot all of you in the faces for being so fucking stupid. Wow. The fact that she uses oh, our founding fathers followed by shot in the really? faces, like, really? that doesn't connect. No. They got the bomber. Hey, Kathy, did you hear they got the bomber? They got the bomber? Oh, thank God. I'm getting tired of sitting here lost in my house. Oh, my God. Well, thank God they have the hopper so that they can watch the TV while they search for the bomber, right? Right? That was a commercial for the hopper, by the way. <laughs> Dish Network. I am from a town where the fucking ghetto bird is up like every fucking night, okay? I mean, there are shootings like... The ghetto bird! Oh, my God! They don't put the whole fucking town on lockdown just so they can go get the fucking 25-year-old kid or the 19-year-old oh, kid which who one? shot 15 fucking people. No, they don't. Uh, are you mentally ill? Not even, no, they don't. 
And did you he say shot, by the way? She said shot. Be put on lockdown. Two towns, actually. Be put on lockdown to catch one 19-year-old kid. Do you understand the cost of those I don't know. resources? But, but you know what was oh, expensive? The biggest price paid that day? Your loss of your liberties. What? She's a very impassioned speaker. She she has great tone inflection. She really gets into her stories. She does some some voice work, you know. She's she's no amateur. Are you taking some kind of drugs or drinking? <laughs> Both. So, um, what was the uh, thing I was supposed to search for that you were going to tell me about? Okay, so search for, um, on Instagram, My Cat From Hell. Now, we've watched this show before. There's this, like, cat whisperer guy who comes on and... Um, as a hashtag? Yeah, as a hashtag. All one word. Um, so, the show was on, My Cat From Hell, and... You know, there's the the lower right hand is like overtaken with social media now on TV, and there is a thing that said "shame your cat," post pictures with hashtag my cat from hell, and I thought, shame your cat. So for this, when they go online, right? So and they're when their friends see it. <laughs> but there, there's this whole like shaming culture that's come back up, right? And this like you know using hashtags and kind of shaming people. Um, and I just thought just that the use of that word, I feel like it's popped up again in the internet culture and how you can use it to to shame people. And here, you know, you're, you're shaming cats, but just building that behavior that it's okay to do that. What do you think about <laughs> cat shaming? Are there, are there like crazy photos? crazy cats and like just imagine if they were like people like the next thing was like shaming certain kinds of people maybe I think like the Fedora website that's like a shaming site wouldn't you say yeah that is uh, no longer around uh, you know we we try to tell people about stuff as it's happening because some of these internet things go away pretty quickly and um uh, the, the, yeah, the fedoras of OKC site. And I, I think that there were one or two other fedora blogs, but that, that was sort of the, the, I would say that, that, that was sort of, um, the, uh, you know, all-star in that group. Yeah. So then the other word is, um, binge specifically related to, um, a Netflix binge, but there are definitely other um, non-food binge um, hashtags and, and comments. And just the idea, like, you know, you're going to binge watch something, which means you're going to sit there all weekend and watch, you know, Orange is the New Black from start to finish. Um, and then it's sort of an acceptable thing because... The content is so good, you just have to consume it, consume it, consume it, consume it, and just, you know, take it all in until you're almost like, and you, like, you know, binge. I mean, you know, part of binging is, well, I guess binging and purging, but, yeah, just this, you know, it, it's this image of people just, like, stuffing their faces full of content, and it's a, it's a very addictive, I think, word, and, again, to, to use it, in that sense. I think, you know, we've talked about, like, food porn. You know, that's been around for a while. No, I don't know if we life have. Life hack. Well, uh, yeah, I, I... Well, I, maybe not on the show, but just... Dumb. I mean, you know. okay, I... Yeah, I, I've, um... I don't know... You know, if we've talked about, like, I guess we haven't... We probably haven't... I don't know if we've talked about all that stuff on air. Um, it, it, I think that the the 
The term food porn to me is one of the most obnoxious and disgusting terms um, that I've ever heard. And um, people that are, um, like, I know that sex and eating are both physical experiences, but people that are sublimating their sex drive to the more um, broadly socially acceptable um, drive to eat... You know, um, both important. Uh, I, I think those those people are disgusting. And I think, like, the idea, like, um, it's actually, uh, like, it, it actually is, is, like, an attempt to suggest obscenity. Like, what exactly, you know, what, 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 what exactly is the, um, the meaning? Like, what, what, what is, uh, it, it's, it's a very terrible misuse of the word because, like, Porn is 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 based on the word pornography. It's a it's a word like chocoholics. Like porn is based on <laughs> yeah. pornography. Pornography yeah. is um, you know, uh, videos or photos or, or some media of uh, a uh, prurient or sexual or erotic nature. Uh, I I think right. Like and 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 if uh, so, um. If, if, uh, I, I don't understand, like, like, is there, you know, um, like, 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 are there pictures of food that are not food porn? Do you know what I mean? So uh, just, I'm just trying to unpack this idea. If there, yes. are there, so, if there, so, so, because are there, let me ask you this then, let me ask you this. Okay. Are there videos of sex that are not porn or not sex porn? Yes. And other than the kind of outdated 20th century bullshit distinction between highbrow um, erotica and lowbrow porn. Other than that, other than that bullshit distinction, is there any, uh, is there such a thing as non-porn sex video? Yeah, like personal home videos. Isn't that amateur porn? I don't think so. I mean, what is it? What makes it porn then? Like that it that it is viewed by third parties. That yeah. it has a some sort of um, content um, like a, a characteristic. Because I think porn is so diverse that it's hard to imagine that that like there's a, a, a you know um, a real way to define it clearly. And I do not want to hear the retarded horseshit. Um, uh, quote that 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 some idiot judge, maybe some stupid Supreme Court justice said the the quote being something like uh, "I know it when I see it." Unquote. That's horseshit. But in the American, um, you know, uh, debate about porn, that's a that's an oft quoted phrase that has I think real legal weight in our stupid legal system. So, I mean, I, I, but, but what I'm saying is all those things are outdated. All the ways, uh, all those ways people discuss that type of stuff generally in the, in the popular culture is outdated hopelessly. Well, so I think, you know, food porn is, is photography mostly, um, but also video that like turns you on. Like it's very like sensual looking, very luscious looking, it's shot beautifully. It's plated beautifully. It's very like, uh, kind of a thing that like, people get about like food, like it's almost it, it. That's kind of what I think of when I hear people use the word like food porn. Like it's so over the top and so like. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm not saying I agree with it, but I, and, and I think there's probably different uses of it, but just, you know, in fact, you know, then there's like words like, like life hack, you know, so using the term hack and life and, you know, putting those together. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's like when, when, when somebody is talking about a life hack, like I, I, I can't help but wonder, you know, if they're a asshole. Yeah, and it's it's kind of like a, a popular, trendy thing to talk about, you know. 
Well, I mean, life hack. Yeah, I mean, first of all, like, uh, um, you know, there's that stupid um, uh, blog, Life Hacker, and then there's other blogs with that name in it. Um, and and I mean, it, it, life Life Hacker used to be about like. Here's how you can set up uh, your own Wikipedia. Here's how you can look at your Windows registry. I don't know what they have now. They're probably the same kind of garbage. Um, but, but I mean, um, like, the more obnoxious stuff would reach out into, like, here's a way to, you know, deal with other human beings. Like, like and it's like this, it's, it's, um, doesn't it fit into the whole um, kind of internet um, advertising kind of culture like like the whole um like a lot of the a lot of the scam advertisements that many major websites put at the bottom of their articles and stuff are are based on the kind of the concept of life hacks mm -hmm. and life hack what does that mean i mean is it implying a shortcut it's like i mean it, all right so from programming hacking i mean that doesn't mean breaking into something like all the time it in kind of programming parlance you know hacking means uh putting something together throwing you know something uh, uh together that does something cool or something like that and cracking or whatever is is more like breaking into to stuff so i mean hacking has a cool meaning in the programming world right and and there are ways you can write a few lines and make a script that you know that that does something functional for your server or your or your desktop you know like but what what is um what is the analog for 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 like uh, uh you know afk is the pirate bay people call it away from keyboard or irl as a lot of people call it like what what is the analog here like you're gonna write a few lines of code in your kitchen and have better bacon like you know what i mean no they're gonna they're gonna offer some stupid fucking like technique to cook it in your oven or something like you just throw it on the fryer eat it <laughs> oh i was like so confused i was like what why are we talking about bacon but i know that whole thing I'm like oh cook it in the oven it's super crispy yay life hack hashtag crispy bacon in the oven yum yum nom yeah. nom sunday fun day yes eggs bacon healthy yes. fit fit yes. um <laughs> You know, like, yes. oh, so obnoxious, the hashtag, it's, it gets obnoxious on Instagram, it does. Because they don't know you. I, I sort of respect the beauty of Twitter with the 140 characters because sometimes Instagram-monians, as they're known, <laughs> can, go, can go off. And then, like, I, I feel like Facebook is like, hey, guys, so I have hashtags now, too. And everybody's like, whatever, Facebook, like, you're so late to this party and you're so drunk that nobody cares. Um, you know what I haven't really looked into, but I find very appalling about Facebook. Um, and you know I despise Facebook. Uh, it, it, uh, they, they, um, they had, they apparently tried to experiment with people's emotions a couple years ago. Now, I mean, I'm barely ever on it, so I guess maybe I, uh, you know, I probably didn't get pulled into this experiment very effectively, but, um, think of all the people that are obsessively on it. I mean, well, they actually were screw, trying to screw with people's emotions completely intentionally in like this experiment they were doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this actually so this happened. I'm going to play a clip from uh uh Sam Cedar and we'll see if uh if uh he can explain to us what is uh the story is about or if he's just going to go on stupid tangents. Oh, this is his sub, Michael Brooks. That Facebook is not your friend. <laughs> and if you think Facebook is your friend, want to talk with Rick Sanatorium about the founding of America because you're a pretty nice going person. deep into the liberal weeds yeah. there yeah. mispronouncing it too you know I, I just really quickly actually I'm gonna I'll reset this in a second I was I was in a conversation I was at a bar a couple years ago and I don't remember how this conversation came up but somebody started talking about Facebook social media whatever and I You know, made this point that was 
that I think was very <clears throat> common knowledge that, you know, a big question around things like Facebook is that they... So what's going on? They've created a commons and an infrastructure. A commons? Sure, we technically use for free, but the whole business okay. model is obviously just mining our data and selling it. And, you know, it's like what Al Gore called the other week. Al Gore said we're living in a stalker economy. And that's... How could they possibly do this? Oh, Al Gore. And this girl was like, if you don't like Facebook, don't use it. And you don't complain about walking on sidewalks, do you? I mean, she literally said this. And I and I just was so okay. amazed that, you know, her attitude about Facebook was like, it was this beautiful gift for the public. <laughs> and any criticism ah! of it was like being an ungrateful... <laughs> Uh, brat, basically. What are you talking because, about? Because of the and and it just show, like just the inversion that like well that's on you if you don't want some giant mega company violating your privacy don't use it versus regulate the company protest the company it was pretty astonishing but anyways so look we know that Facebook has a problematic record with your data and your privacy there's nothing really new about that but facebook did something that's just emerging they did it in 2012 actually that is very interesting because it holds a lot of stakes not only for who they are as a company and how far they're willing to go to manipulate their users and to kind of pry into not only your data but your emotions your outlook um your 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 priorities your 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 very state of being basically as a, as, a, as, a, as a way of which to sell your data and market your products more effectively. And then so what's going on? on the other side of it, there's some very disturbing implications for the future of academic research and how we're conducting um, research and control groups on human participants. So in 2012, January 2012, 700,000 Facebook users uh, had their, uh, their, their news feeds manipulated basically. I'll read uh, just briefly from this article in the, in the Atlantic. 700 users saw when they logged on into its service, uh, into Facebook service, some people were showed content with a preponderance of happy and positive words. So in other words, their search results were changed so that if you went on, you would see a you know higher rate of, I just got this great news. I just had this great time at such and such restaurant. Here I am having fun with whoever. This was what you saw. Went to this great performance, played a great game, whatever. So their, their search results were manipulated very happy. Then another group, their content was filtered for sad and desperate and depressed content. And the goal of the research was to see if people started posting in Most response to their social filters, which makes sort of, it makes intuitive sense that you would respond in kind to the emotions you're around. And that was what they were trying to measure. Now, they did this, of course, without any permission, uh, as they do most everything with their users. Uh, and, and they... I'm sure if you look in their terms of service, they don't need permission. Gorgeous. I'm sure if you look in their terms of service, we're actually being... A, or maybe that's Apple. I mean, we, you know, terms of service are a whole other uh, kind of cruel Byzantine thing that we have, that there's absolutely no public accountability. Don't do your fucking worst, asshole. So that's what they did. And they handed that research off. Uh, the results of it wound up in a study that uh, ended up being published oh. uh, in an academic uh, journal. Shit. And basically, there's, you know, there, the, 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 the basic question is obviously, legally for any type of experiment like that, even online or any type of psychological counseling or anything like that, you need to get participants' permission. Obviously, Facebook didn't do that, and Facebook would argue and does argue that it doesn't need its users' permission for anything, basically. What's that user agreements and you're participating in their infrastructure so they can do anything. But the broader question is, as public research is decimated... Waiting for the their site to come up here. And no, All right, 
so now he's okay. saying he's coming out. He's going on to some side issue that he's calling the main, the main point. So so he's already made the main point, and he has a longer segment that he's got to fill. So, yeah, that's pretty crazy. They um yeah they're just gonna they're gonna ruthlessly experiment on people using people's emotions. That's you know that's their product. That's their uh, that's what they do. Yeah. I mean they've made it very clear that they manipulate or edit or whatever I don't know term they use the the feed of uh, that, that that people get right. People a lot of people have dozens often hundreds of quote-unquote Facebook friends and uh, they, they select who they think is relevant so that, like they they tend to kind of like de-emphasize relationships I've heard that, that that comes up that they they actually like if people don't correspond for a year or so they'll stop seeing each other's stuff which I mean that kind of you know it didn't it seem like the point of Facebook was to maybe see an update every every couple months from somebody that you maybe don't talk to you know guys friends like sometimes you don't you don't talk on the phone you know for for a year or two you know maybe but maybe you you can stay in touch online but now they're kind of like de-emphasizing the ability to just you know stay in touch with the whole list yeah like I I have some new Facebook friends and like they're all up in my feed and I'm kind of like I don't really want to see all that you know it's just it's getting like overwhelmed it's getting like myspace-ish you know or it's just like connect with everybody everybody's your friend and they don't have a good way of sorting out people i don't think so they have like your feed it's just like it's junky it's real people and family members and co-workers and businesses and ads and it's just oh it's a cluttered mess. It's so like mm-hmm. it's trying to do so many things. Mm-hmm. You know. Ugh. So you don't um yeah, you, you don't see there's it's like for so for you they're not editing it well anyway. No. So because that's supposed to be the the promise, right? That's that would be the reason they would give that there's a lot of updates that people get and they're they're emphasizing what but instead Here's what happens, right? Like ads get in because they pay, and then even people that want their posts, right? You can actually just a, a regular person can just pay to have the people that claim to be their friends online actually see what they send. Like you might as well just try emailing people or something if you want to get heard. Or, or I mean, you know, I don't know. I guess does it, a lot of like non-tech industry kind of people or non. Um, uh, it depends. Communication industry people. If you're not in one of those kind of areas, somewhat, you may not have a Twitter feed. And it seems like they haven't really grown out those kind of typical Facebook users, have they? Like you haven't seen a lot of people join, have you? That no, well, f- from that kind of world. Which is why I think when we watched the um, the Apple uh, meeting. They oh yeah, the keynote from the WWDC. Keynote, yeah, they talked about um, that iMessage was their biggest app, and I think. More and more people are starting. You can send photos and videos and all that stuff, and now they're improving the group feature. Where it's like, well, the people that have my phone number that I actually want to call and call me, like that's a pretty close group, you know. Like, you, I think it's getting more and more personal, and people are going to use their phones more and more, you know, just to share things. So how do you make sharing on the phone work and, and be a rich experience? You know, we already have a little photo app where we get photos of our nephews and we can like them and interact, and that's really great. You know. Yeah. Um. Our. Uh, yeah. My my sister and her husband do that through their. Um. Yeah. Apple devices. Uh. Yeah. Just using it all shows up right in the photos app, right? Yeah, but like you know, I read an article that um this woman was taking a picture at her niece's birthday, uh-huh. and the a mom came up to her and said, "I don't want my daughter in the photo." Um. Because it's going to eventually show up online. And her point was more kind of about this manner thing that, you know, she made the little girl feel awkward and she could have said, please don't post it. But there, it kind of brought up this other big discussion of, you know, as parents these days, like, yeah, you know, like, if your kid's at a party and people are taking pictures and stuff, they're probably going to be up online. And depending on that person's privacy settings, your kid could be 
splashed all over. It's 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 know? a it, yeah. It, people people that are bringing up stuff like that, I have no patience for. Um, their kids are on all sorts of surveillance videos. Drive around the city of Chicago for a little while, or or, or a lot any big city. Um, and uh, or or go to a mall. Do you take the kid to a mall? Do you take do you take the kid on public streets? Because um, the surveillance, they're being surveilled. They're being photographed. And uh, people have security cameras. Private um, companies have security cameras. What Banks. Banks have tons of video of them going by. Um, you know, if, if they walked in any kind of, you know, city that has big buildings. But those aren't, like, publicly buildings. displayed, those photos. They're not, like, put up on the Internet. I, I mean, you I know, if, you, if you're going to be around people that you've you got to figure out, you know what I mean, the the social context of like um how people are out there like that's it's 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 i think i i you know i don't know i'm not i'm I'm not gonna tell parents what to do but i will say that it sounds like a a really narrow and bizarre obsession uh, um compared to like a broad concern for the safety of the kid you know i mean i'm all for uh looking at things realistically and if you're gonna just go with um photos you know taken in a public place of your kid Not posted the internet place. are a problem like at somebody's house like at a party you know i i mean yeah. even there you're ending into a kind of a semi-public you're at a party you're yeah. you're at a you know your your kids going to parties but they're not they're they're not going to be in photos. Didn't people used to take photos? Didn't kids used to take photos? You know, I mean, it, you can you can say that, you know technology's changed, but your rights to harass people have it. If you have a kid and they're in public, you can't tell someone to erase the photo. The like people people even think people think they you know again like I don't know how many times you know what I mean. I will say this, but it's broad it's broadly misunderstood. If you're in a public place. A photographer has every right to um, record you, and 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 you have the right to walk away or go to somewhere private. You don't have the right to assault the photographer, and you certainly don't have uh, you know control over what they do with with their camera. So I think part my my point is that you know people need to back the hell off and stop acting like they own a picture just because it's of them or their kid. They don't, and 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 so. This is something like that they can't do anything about other than, you know, don't let the kid go to this. You know, once you, you know what I mean? Like, just go down that road. If you if you really want to be consistent with everything, just make sure that you take that level of rigor to every but, way you protect the kid. Put them, wrap them in blankets when you take them out in public. And that's the thing. That's what's so ridiculous about it. You know, it's like... Why are you so upset about a photo of your kid going up on the internet? Put their like, car seat in a car seat. What do you think's gonna happen? You know, why? What else do you get so you know freaked out about when your kid's Ma- life? Make like, sure the pool's drained to three inches before they get in it. Right. You know, like it's it's like she's at a birthday party of her friends, having a good time, eating cake, whatever, playing games. Are, these days, whether you think it's in good taste or not. People tend to post pictures online, and you need to find a group of. They need to find a group of friends. You need to find a group of friends whose parents don't do that because, like, whether or not it's logical, that's an interesting debate. Whether it's really a good idea to post pictures of everybody's kids online, that's what everybody's doing now. So people are posting pictures of their kids. Your kid's not the point. They're they don't even care. You know what I mean? That your kid just happens to be standing in front of the the the, the kids that are really, um, tr- they're trying to take. Of, right probably their own kid yeah it's, it's like it's, are you ashamed of your kid no you know? i mean like, yeah it's 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 just you, hyper paranoid you think you're sense protecting that, your kid. That they're being you know it's there's a lot of parental narcissism out there and and so and and so parents are are being you know they're they they think that they're that they're that, that they have these like like so many rights um to, uh, over other people just because they have like a, an indignant sense about their kids but the fact is they only have the same rights that they they, that, that any any person does and they they can't just tell people like you know how to how to act around them just because there's kids with them but I mean I know babies who have their own Instagram accounts yeah know? but people post the pictures of their babies like you know hours after they're delivered now I I mean it's yeah and and maybe yeah. that's absurd maybe we're in a crazy thing but it's hard that's hard for me to judge I mean people want to share there's a demand you know well, like so that's a, that's the thing we that's kind of the point that I was I was gonna get to is that you know this this mom or whatever 
it's kind of like saying, I don't like the way that the world is. And it's like, look, this is the way the world is. People are sharing photos online now. Mm-hmm. You know, like, instead of just, like, saying, you know, I don't want my daughter in photos or, you know, just you have to adjust to a different way and a different style, you know, or be that rigorous and everything. But, you know, if, and then you start to think, like, well, I'm not going to let her go to any parties or leave the house, basically, because there's cameras everywhere from surveillance to... You know, just people on the street to birthday parties to whatever. Instead of just teaching them to be safe about their online identity and their online profile and, you know, like... Yeah, people think that there's, like, this information about, like, them that that would only get out if they gave it out. Like, where they live or, you know, what what they do or anything. And, you know, that kind of stuff is all available to big companies and people with information like access to like a lot of information but i mean uh, right like the, a lot of people can get access to this kind of information by buying it from these sources right like there's a lot so um you know uh yeah like like that's just a thing in this in the digital age like people are um people are tracked broadly like it yeah it's not it's it's a thing that's like when people you know, think about all the NSA tracking and how, like, visitors to a Linux website are apparently in a flag of some leaked, that X key score, one of those programs that I think Snowden talked about, like, one of those surveillance programs, supposedly one of the things, one of the flags they're looking for is just, like, going to one of these Linux websites. I, I mean, you know, there are a lot of different kind of people that use Linux, but, you know, mo- most of the users are, are 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 people that are that are you know just into into computers and into technology and running their own systems and running you know running you know um, you know custom desktops or, or big servers or whatever and you know it's it's like pretty uh, extreme you know to think that because there's there's an element that uses them that they want to track that I mean the point is they want to track everyone you know and and you know in ter- well, I mean, the, on the on the broad, you know, subject of uh, just a minute, Like uh, we were talking about government, like scumbags, like uh, that guy up north, Rob Ford. Mm-hmm. There was a jogger that came up to him at one of those Canada Day um, carnival and um, uh, uh, what what do they call Canada Day? They call it the Canada Day People's Carnival uh, <laughs> Cattle Rustling Contest and um, uh, Barn Pole Dancing Event. Mm. That's a long title. So this guy just came up to him. questions answered because there's there's appearance of even more wrongdoing that he wants investigated. Yeah, I mean 
people can't even get angry anymore. They're trying to just pacify. More like drug us. More like give us a libido. They're they're literally that's what they label that guy. All that guy was was saying was like you're not answering any questions. There's all these things you're you know, and he has done all sorts of awful stuff and made sorts of all, all sorts of awful comments. Like I mean, I mean, just disrespectful. Just carrying himself like like a like a you know. And you know, an oaf, like you know, like a total douchebag. Like he's just, you know, and and I mean, um, I mean, you know, just just lying. I mean, yeah, he smoked crack, right? But then he lied over a bunch of times, and then you know, and you know, and then he says, "I'm not an alcoholic." Like that's what's annoying. I mean, so you know, that so, was, so he smoked crack, but that was such a crazy story in the videos, and oh my god. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Have you heard about um uh Ice T? Ice T uh has a grandson and um the, the according to uh TMZ uh who came up first when I I, I uh searched about this um He was arrested, quote, after he accidentally shot and killed his roommate, unquote. Whoa. So this is the guy who's the grandson. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to say, I want to point out, um, this is the the guy who's the grandson of the guy who said. United States is based on guns. Yeah. Accidentally, which which means he had a gun. He's got a gun culture, mad, you know, Second Amendment obsessed grandfather. I mean, you talk about creating an environment like that's permissive about wanton, you know, um, displays of guns. You know, like it's like, I, I mean. There's there's a there's a longer interview about it, right? I mean, we ri- we ripped that sound. Um, that, that's actually on, like, 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 it's a great soundboard clip because it's just like, um, it's so crazy. Like the, 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 you know, that, you know, I just like, it, it, it fits with a lot of the crazy shit that people say these days, especially like right wingers. So, you know, it's, it's easy to just be like, you, you know, J- just just play that clip because you know there's so many like times when people are talking like that. Guns. It is your destiny. But uh, okay, so what if I what if I what if I talk about? Uh, ice ice tea on uh, Channel Four News, and apparently there's a 12-minute version and there's a 137. American and I asked him why he's such a defender of the right to bear arms. Yeah. Well, I give up my gun when everybody else does. Fuck you! Well, doesn't that make sense? I mean, if you were, if if there were guns here, would you be want to be the only person without one? No, I did so, not. Should you carry guns? Not routinely. At home? I mean, you have gun. You have a gun at home? Yeah, it's legal in the United States. It's part of our constitution. context yeah that's good to, to hear the the story i haven't heard that one in a while 
Yeah, I, I mean, uh, that's, that's, um, you know, uh, it's, 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 it's really like, uh, you know, it's, um, it, delusional that, 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 like, um, I mean, I, I guess, you know, if, if there's some rogue cop coming after you, like if there's anybody coming after you, you know, maybe a gun would be useful, but, uh, the idea, this, this, this kind of abstract, kind of serious, like, and concrete idea of protecting oneself from sort of the abstraction of tyranny, you know, like this right-wing meme that's out there, it's so big now, there's so many crazy people buying guns, even though hunting is, is less and less popular every year. There's not that many people hunting, but there's tons of people, you know, buying guns and then, you know, shilling for these you know, these gun makers, you know, like they won't, they won't have a, did you, you know, they, 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 they had a thing Chris Hayes was doing about these guns that, uh, stop working when somebody moves away from them because they are sensors on somebody, I don't know, on their wrist or something. And the NRA or some gun lobbies anyway are trying everything they can to keep them from becoming, uh, available. Wow. Why? Uh, you'd have to ask them about that. Huh. Uh, here's some of Ice T's uh, grandson, though. This is the kind of Alright, well, this is pointless. Listening to the Pacific Pelican US slash sixty four podcast with me, Dan McKeown, and with Jessica. We've been recording on July sixth, twenty fourteen. This has been podcast number one thirty five. Uh, the website is at Pacific Pelican US slash sixty four. You can find Jessica's website at jessica.sf3am.com and you can find my website uh, with links to my uh, book and stuff at djmcloud.com <laughs>